My body hurts, Jordan. My body. Big dog ball talk. <laughs> Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel, and uh, no, seriously, Jordan, my body does kind of hurt. Uh, just started to try and get back into the gym for probably the oh, no. know, 20th time. It's one of those phases everybody goes through. Uh, but I'm trying to stick to it. I'm trying to stick through it, and then I'm going to be in Mr. Universe in one year's time. You are? Really? Yeah, why not? Are you going to be the strong? I've already, I've already got the base, you know? I got the base, I got the foundation, I got the blueprint laid out. Uh, and people have been clamoring for me to, to enter such a competition. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, my, my forefathers, Schwarzenegger, and, and, and all those other yes. uh, bodybuilders, whatever that, Ronnie, Ronnie Coleman, hey, buddy, that guy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all those guys, all the all my fellow juice heads. Yeah, well, I, I think I think it would be great for you. Um, I mm -hmm. I I'd, I'd, I'd love to you know support you in some way. Um, that's great. Yeah, I'd love to see you up on a stage, Matt. I, I think this is a great great choice. Very good. Yeah, I think that we'll share some photos. Can me. you can you share some photos? Like we're gonna you know we'll see you when you're in the comp, but we need to see what mm -hmm. you look like now. So if you could share a few bef before peaks, photos. Yeah. yeah yeah yep yep some quad the progress photos, uh yeah. sh show off my calves maybe uh just just something to get get the juices flowing yeah uh but yeah uh, if you really do want to help jordan i'm probably gonna need somebody to you know help rub in the tanning lotion and everything or maybe spray me down so uh you know feel free yeah. to get, get, get get right up in there man no, no no pale needs to be seen yeah no i, I changed my mind actually what i said mm -hmm. I take back every th every throbbing muscle. Please no, no, make no. sure to to tend to it uh, and be tender. Though I'm uh, I'm still I'm still uh, still a, a gentle gentle fertile flower, man. You are uh, you're brave, Matt. You're brave to come on here and say these things. But uh, you know, good for you. <laughs> well, uh, I don't I don't know if it's brave, man. It's just me be, me me being honest. Me trying to you know uh, sh show the window into my soul uh, yeah. to to these fair people. But yeah, I respect uh, it. Big Dog Ball Talk, Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel. Uh, it's time for the Central Division, uh, the stupidest time zone. Uh, but here we are. Yeah. Just be Eastern. Just be Eastern time zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I, I kind of, I think this is my least favorite division in the NBA. To be honest mm -hmm. with you, I hate it it's, for a lot of different reasons. It's, it, yeah, it's definitely not one of the best. Uh, it's the gritty. It's the Midwest. What? It's it's gritty. Yeah. Even though it's East. Yeah. But you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a it's a weird one. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, you know, just kind of a, a lot of. Uh, eh, you know, I'm not gonna insult these cities yet. They haven't done anything to me quite uh, in in recent times that I can think of. So we're we're gonna leave it for now. But uh, the the. <laughs> One of the most boring cities that we're going to start talking about right now, uh, home to uh, recently, uh, you know, re revitalized, rejuvenized celebrity Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, <laughs> the Milwaukee, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, you know, it wasn't that long ago they were the NBA champions, top of the world. Uh, tough, tough, uh, you know, loss to the the Boston Celtics in that Game Seven, kind of getting uh, throttled there, uh, but they're coming into the season. There's a lot of hope, a lot of expectations, and. I just kind of want to get this out of the way, Jordan, because I kind of said this, teased it a little bit. I need to get it out of my chest. I don't think the Bucks are nearly as good as what people are giving them credit for. I really don't. Yeah. I think that their depth is going to fuck them over as the season goes on. We've seen a lot of health issues between Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. Uh, you're telling me George Hill, Pat Connington, Wesley Matthews, those backups are going to help you out. You have yeah. Bobby Portis playing pretty much your only reliable big minutes uh, off the bench. Because yeah. Thanasis isn't playing shit. And Serge Ibaka, everyone keeps going. Oh yeah, well, they, like I see Serge Ibaka on all these like uh, posters and promotional things for the Bucks. I, I I was confused too when he didn't play, but he didn't play when he went to the Bucks. He yeah, but he didn't play. He didn't. He just sat there. Um, so I don't really expect Serge to get many minutes or anything either here. Um, so overall, like 
Giannis, it's going to kind of be like some of those LeBron teams. Like, it's a little bit higher end. Yeah. Uh, but Giannis, I think, is going to have to just, you know, be his MVP self, uh, really put on uh, uh, an amazing uh, regular season campaign if they want to finish in, like, the top four. But I could honestly see them falling outside the top four this, uh, this season. Wow, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, yeah, I, I, I guess I could see that happening, too. I think they've got... A really good culture built in, though, like with all these guys, like, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, these guys know how to win. They've all been together for, for so long, you know, the main core. Um, and Drew Holiday already seems like a part of that. He seems like he's been a buck for 20 years. Like, he seems like he's yeah. fully integrated um, and, you know, they, they work well. But, yeah, I I, I, I I get what you mean about just, you know, the, the depth is not the same as it was earlier on when the Bucks started to get good, you know, those 2018, 2019 kind of runs. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, they've they've consolidated and it, it, you know, led to a championship, but it does make it harder in the regular season, especially when you've got a bit of an aging core here outside of Giannis. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm wondering what's going to happen with Brooke Lopez this year because he, yeah. you know, missed, missed a lot of last year with the injury um and and you know did end up coming back but you know he he's really important to their defense and uh, you know especially on the interior uh rebounding you know his shooting uh, uh, he he brings a hell of a lot to the table but yeah like uh, all, all these guys like you know I, i'm i'm not going to call chris middleton old yet he's only 31 but you know it's 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 coming like they don't they're they're not spry anymore you know they they can't mm-hmm. uh you know go out there every every regular season night and and you know play play to their fullest anymore like these guys are going to have to start worrying about you know saving themselves for the for the postseason um but you know luckily you have Giannis who's 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 you know he's nowhere near over the hill yet he he can fucking go all day long all regular season and kind of you know get you through that um but yeah, I, I think definitely they're they're gonna you know the the days when they're gonna go for seventy wins and you know be be mm-hmm. top of the league. I think those might be over. Um, but like as a fully realized team, though, I'm still freaking terrified of the Bucks. If I'm anyone in the East, because you know it's still Giannis, and if they do have you know if you do have Middleton back this year healthy. Uh, you know, the, that, that big three is pretty fucking legit. Like as a two way, Mm -hmm. as a two way group, um, and you know, all, all the role players that they bring in. And I like Joe Ingles as a pickup, if he can, you know, get back to what he can sort of do, uh, if, if he's back healthy, um, another guy who's, you know, a little bit older, but has lots of experience and I think can do really good things for them, you know, running a pick and roll and playmaking off the bench, that sort of thing. Um, they love the three point shooter, so. Yeah, yeah, and and like you know, with with all the turmoil going on with Boston, and you know all the other you know, questions in the East, you know whether the the Sixers can put it together. Like Milwaukee, I think is still kind of the grandfather of of the East. They're the they're the one you really have to prove that you you can you can outplay because as we all know, last year you know if they have Middleton, they probably beat the Celtics. You yeah. know if all things yeah. were you know even, um, and then and then who knows against the Warriors what they would have looked like. So. Um, I, 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 I do agree the regular season, I don't think is going to be, they, they still would have had to get through the heat. Oh yeah. And the heat. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm dis- did, disrespecting did, the heat. It did feel like the conference finals though. It did. It did. Yeah. What an epic series. You know, it, it was, it was incredible. Yeah. They'd have to get through the heat, which to be honest with you, I think they could have done. Um, yeah. and then, yeah, you, you know, the Warriors, that's another argument, but, but yeah, I, I, I just think they, they, they deserve that respect still. I, I don't think they're going to really care that much about seeding in the regular season. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how much fucking stock they put into that and how much they rest guys like on back to backs and that sort of thing. Might even, you know, b- b- come down to resting Giannis towards the end of the regular season if, if, if you know, he, he's had any sort of little knickknack injuries or anything like that. Um, but, uh, like, yeah, I, I, I do think, generally speaking, once we get to the playoffs, it's, uh, you know, they, they, they deserve that respect. I, I'm going to put them at the top of everyone else for now um, in terms of my kind of power rankings in the East, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't think that's a bad call. Uh, I, I, because uh, again, I, I think a lot of people are still going to do that, and they've, uh, it's it's more about chemistry. I don't think that they, when you look at them as like a full team, I kind of mentioned before, like I don't really think that their depth is good enough to contend right now. Uh, because you know, as we've seen, like you can have a top heavy team, yeah. uh, and you know, you can even do, uh, you know, well in the playoffs. Like again, like you can go to the second round, you can take the eventual Eastern champs to a game seven. Yeah, but. And the end of that, they didn't have enough guys. They didn't have enough, uh, you know, uh, solid players, reliable guys uh, like Chris Middleton, who was out. Uh, and even if they have him, who knows? Uh, maybe that's yeah. just a closer series. It's 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 uh, it's hard to say because you know you take the good, you take the bad. You get his offense, you kind of get his defense on the other side. Uh, but it's 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 a tough look for the for the for the Bucks. Uh, you know. As they move through this, you know, Giannis, like he's still he probably got another ten years, yeah. uh, of great basketball. Uh, like, like in all honesty, I thought I don't see him slowing down anytime soon. But as you already said, Brooke Lopez getting older, Drew Holiday getting older, but his role he can kind of fill it while being that veteran guy. Uh, but Chris Middleton, uh, you know, he, again get over that he's on the worst side of thirty, yeah. and. Uh, I'm not really sure where the Bucks like. I, I know that they've got a lot of allegiance to him. Uh, you know, he's been there forever. Uh, you know, uh, a, a reliable guy there. Uh, won the championship with them. But I think if the, I'm the Bucks, I'm seriously starting to explore maybe some options to move him. Uh, you know, package him to get like well, another star, someone who could kind of fit the role and exceed the expectations. I think that if they really truly want to contend for the title again this year, that's kind of the route they want to go. Uh but then again, you also oh, kind of put yourself at risk to, you know, break up your team chemistry, make things a little shaky and rocky, uh lose that trust with your players, but yeah. uh you can, you can, you kind of have to decide is it worth the chemistry or are you uh you know, you really want to just have the best team out there. Well, uh, cuz right right now I think that there's moves to be made from Milwaukee. Yeah, well that's the question. I think we t- we talked about this uh sometime last season um mm-hmm. like when do you pull the trigger on on those type of trades because you, you don't want to wait too long until their their values you know in the drain uh before well, you that's the thing. i think try and retool that i think it's the lowest the middleton's value has been at is yeah. uh like in years because he's been hurt like yeah. the last two seasons like it's, yeah. it's tough to kind of give him that uh that all-star value anymore like i i don't know what you could get in return for a middleton right now yeah because you know he's he's a kind of very well, he's a very specific type of player i i think people have asked the question you know what what is it what does chris middleton look like on a team that doesn't have Giannis? like if he's asked mm-hmm. to do something you know uh, sort of expand his role and do things he's not sort of you know already doing in milwaukee his role is pretty perfect for what he brings to the table in milwaukee right now yeah. um but but yeah like again Giannis is only 27 and all, all these other guys uh you know are three four years older than him uh if, if not more sort of the rest of that main core i don't if i'm milwaukee i don't think it's time to fully blow anything up yet like yeah maybe you could test the market for middleton but like you're saying i don't think you'd get back anything near what his his value would actually be sort of at this point mm-hmm. to the team so but 
But yeah, like eventually you have to make some sort of decision because this is not the last window that Giannis has to compete for a championship. No, um, you know, it's just beginning for him. But but uh, yeah, for the rest of these guys, it's it's slowly sort of you can see the end. Um, you know, even guys like Holiday, like he looked great last year. It was amazing in the playoffs. Um, but you know, he, he's. Uh, w- w- once once players start hitting, especially guards, start hitting that 33, yeah. 34, um, and you know that's only you know the, the the next year and the year after that for for holiday, like that you you see them kind of um, sort of slowly diminish in, in what they can do, especially holiday, who, you know relies on his foot speed and his quickness. Um, he's yeah. obviously still so going to have the the so length the and the height. Don't have much left. Yeah. The end of it. Well, yeah, exactly. So. So yeah, it's gonna be really interesting to see what the Bucks do. But I think yeah, fr- from their perspective, you know, I think they think they're good enough basically mm-hmm. with this team, and they're gonna roll with it. Uh, they they could use, you know, they 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 absolutely could use some more depth going into the playoffs. You know, I I think they'll be heavy hitters. You know. By the time the buyout market comes, they'll try and pick up some some more veteran guys. Maybe make a move at the deadline, but you know I don't know who they'd really trade out because they they you know they they kind of need everyone that they've got right now. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll see how they do. But yeah, I, I I get your pessimism, Matt. But like I don't know. I'm still I, I I I again I'll say again. I'm still giving these guys the respect, and I'm still giving Giannis the respect that he can he can fucking do do crazy things. Like Matt, I mean. The fact that he is only 27, he could bring a whole other fucking level to his game this year. He could be even better this year. Uh, yeah, like he, yeah. he'd come and back he kind and of has gotten better every year. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't put it past him that you know he's 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 gotten even better as like a sort of distributor, kind of becoming more of that LeBron esque kind of you know controller of the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably an improved jump shooter from from all over the court. So uh, I'm I'm like I say, I think Milwaukee is is the team to beat. Not necessarily talent-wise, but just they've earned it over the past few years. So, you know, I'm 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 really maybe of you know of all the heavy hitters in the East, I'm really interested to see how they play in the in the playoffs when it gets to there, and in sort of how they can handle uh, the 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 other teams like Boston and Philly with the talent around them, or 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 the Nets. Would love to see a series, uh, you know, a rematch of that series from a couple years ago. Um, so yeah, it's going to be an interesting interesting season for for the uh, the champs of two years ago for sure. Yeah, well, uh, we're gonna have to see and wait to uh, see how the the Bucks respond, how they're gonna end up taking uh, their their 2022-2023 season uh, full steam ahead there uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks. But uh, another team in the Central Division uh, that you know they were they were they had a solid season last year. Uh, they definitely peaked way too early. Uh, it's the Chicago Bulls. Uh, you know, they they had. Uh, a lot of things go right for them. I think it was yeah. uh, like around January or February. They were like leading the East. DeRozan was like in the MVP conversation. Things were looking like it was looking like Chicago basketball was finally back for the first time in a decade, uh, but not so but much. It, yeah, uh, it didn't really work out. Yeah, then, then, you know, they go on to get absolutely throttled by the Bucks, which is, again, we, we said it before it happened, that was the worst possible matchup they ever could have gotten. Yep. Vucevic probably was having, uh, you know, war flashbacks yep. uh, from his time in, uh, in Orlando playing the Bucks. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I, I, I'm still looking at the Bulls based on how they kind of finished the season because I think teams have somewhat figured out how to game plan on them, and there's a lot, a lot of stuff going on in Chicago um, but I think the first thing that I kind of want to talk about is DeMar DeRozan and will he be able to repeat kind of the insane MVP-esque season that he had last year because 
that was he was playing the best basketball of his career. Yeah. Um, no doubt. And I, as much as I love Debo, I just don't know if he's going to be able to replicate that this year. Because uh, you never know. He's again, he's getting older. Uh, and you know, I, there's, there's really no change to the season. It's just can he put up those numbers again? Because it was it was pretty special the season he had. And then you know, even Zach Levine as his running mate. I mean, he should only be getting better. So it's kind of will Levine take the reins, or are they going to still try and do this kind of tandem where they're averaging pretty much the exact same? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. <sighs> You got to give them respect last year, like you're saying, that time when they were kind of top of the East and when they started out when Levine and DeRozan were playing off each other really well. Like, that that, that was awesome. I, I, like, genuinely, I, I'm not, uh, you know, I don't love the Bulls or anything, but that was a, that was a really good stretch, stretch. And they looked like for sure they'd be competitive in at least a first-round yeah. series. And maybe, you know, people were talking about, you know, conference finals maybe, possibly, you know, if things broke right. But, like... They're a very, they're a very poorly constructed team outside of those two guys. They've just got a bunch of these weird kind of specialists. They still got no shooting. Like they didn't really address anything. They picked up Drogic here, uh, you know, uh, but like he, uh, I don't know how much he's even gonna play. He's thirty six mm-hmm. himself. Like you know, the uh, Drogic, you know, made it clear he wanted to go to a team where you know he was actually gonna get minutes um and 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 have a bit of a role um and Keeps changing I, his mind yeah i know and first I, he wants to sit in ring chase now he just wants to play like, what, like yeah what honestly want, yeah fuck you goran um but like you know he, he he'll get some play for sure especially you know with this really fu- fucked up lonzo news like that's the biggest thing because mm-hmm. he's he was he represented the most sort of exciting part of their team the team that you know can is young and can play defense and run the floor and kind of, you know, just break out of their kind of sluggishness that they were going through at the the end of the, the, the regular season into the playoffs. But And one of the best defensive guards you can find in the league. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's literally perfect for them. Um, but, you know, he says it hurts to walk up and down stairs. He can't jump. The doctors are baffled by what's going on. Like, it's a pretty freaking awful situation. He's... He's clearly so, uh, you know, depressed by it. And why wouldn't you be? Like, he's, mm-hmm. uh, there's very kind of pessimistic outlook for him. And I think it kind of reverberates to the rest of the team. Like, I don't think that many, I don't think anybody's really sh- excited about this Chicago season because they've, they, they've put all their chips, uh, you know, in, in the middle of the table, you know, for for this team, traded traded what they did to get Vucevic and, and put, put this team together. And it's, you know, towards the end of that uh, last season, into the playoffs, everyone was like, well, shit, this is kind of the worst nightmare. This is what everybody was worried about. Yeah. You know, have this team yeah. that's clearly not good enough to, to do anything, um, and you can't really pivot that much. You still do have your young guys like Kobe White and, and Pat Williams, and I think Pat Williams is good to go to start the season, right, Matt? He's, he's recovered. Know, yeah. So, you know, well, he, he, he's going to help for sure. Um, and you, you've got role players like Derek Jones and and guys like that, uh, you've still got Andre Drummond, although you know Drummond, I think everyone Drummond, should Drummond. know what how we feel about him. And, and they've the got greatest the greatest rebounder of all time. They, they've, they've got the Caruso, also. You know that they, they've got like it, it, it's it's uh, it, it's really frustrating that you know it's it's I, I feel bad for Bulls fans. They really are in this spot where I can't say that many bad things about them. Like they have some okay players, but I I'm not I I, I they're not going to beat anyone in the playoffs. Like unless they make a drastic change. So it's yeah. they're they're really in that mediocre spot where you you know classically do not want to be. Um, but you know what? If you're a Bulls fan, maybe that's good you know after the kind of bad years you've had recently maybe just you know to have a kind of fun team DeMar will hit a few buzzer beaters and you'll you'll make it into the playoffs but like 
you know, we, we, we talked about it before. There's so many good teams in the East. One of the one of those teams might end up not even making the playoffs. I think it might be the Bulls. Yeah. I think it might be the Bulls. Yeah, it could. I, I, as you said, like, I mean, if all these injuries, uh, you know, continue to stack up, because it would, last year they had some injury troubles too. So it's not like this is a brand new problem for no. them to have. Uh, and, and, yeah, it's like, how, how healthy are these guys going to be that are coming off these injuries? Again, Pat Williams, you know, had the, the I believe it was the ACL or uh, it was a yeah, pretty, it was like it opening was. night. Might have been, might have been an Achilles. Uh, so pardon me if I'm uh, if I'm wrong on that one, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of the same with the Bucks. Like, uh, if you really want to compete, you got to have great depth, and I think that their depth isn't horrible. I won't say it's bad, um, but you definitely have some guys that are that, that that last season played a little bit over their heads, yeah. uh, like Javante Green and Derek Jones Jr. Uh, great, you know, explosive, uh, rim running guys, uh, you know, have, but they're really just athletes. They don't really have uh, a lot of like world class finesse or skill. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't say they're not playmakers. They're not like jump shooters. Uh, they're, they're just kind of there to, to run. They're there to play some, you know, decent defense where their athleticism can bail them out. Um, so outside that starting five, I mean, and again, we, we the starting five. We don't even know if, if it's going to be uh, Dasumu or Dragic or Caruso that's going to kind of be running the point uh, with that first yeah. unit. Um, but yeah, and then you have Levine and DeRozan, who again, you know, if you rely on them to score twenty six each, uh, that's great. But you're still going to need forty points combined from the rest of that team. And I, I I'm kind of at this point with Vucevic, like uh, I'm at my, like I wouldn't say my wits end, but I'm definitely like ready to wash my hands clean of Vucevic because yeah. I. I, I lived on the island when he was in uh, in in Orlando all those years I, like they were ter- I mean all those years Orlando's always been terrible um, <laughs> but he was he was always a great player kind of putting up shit like like amazing stats on a shit team yeah uh, and I think he's kind of Vucevic is kind of the new age Brooke Lopez when he was on the New Jersey Nets yeah Brooklyn Nets where he was just putting up all these crazy points having these great stats and everything he's got like all these franchise records, and then he comes to a team to contend, and he's just kind of, like, decent. But you know what Brooke Lopez did? He wisely shifted and became a good defender and a really good, you know, yeah. protector yeah. of the rim. Vucevic has not done that yet. He hasn't, uh, you know, humbled himself. And, and I think that's, yeah, that's that, the next step. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that, we'll see if he can do it. I, like, I, he's got mm-hmm. the height. Uh, I just don't, he doesn't have any sort of agility. He's kind of l- no. lumbers around out there, so... Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I'm I'm not really on Vucevic anymore. It just you know maybe on a different team and a different setup, but on this team, it just doesn't work. Yeah, like, he, like it's not again, horrible. He can stretch... he can, he can no, score. No, no, no. He'll have nights where he's like, oh wow, he, he Vucevic was you know thirty and twelve or whatever. But like in the playoffs, like it, it just it, it didn't work. It, it didn't work at the end of the day. I I think if uh, you know. Let's say in an ideal world, you know, between Levine or DeRozan, one of them was like an amazing two-way guy. Yes. Uh, then this would be a totally different team. Yeah. But the fact that you have three guys who are essentially defensive liabilities all starting, yeah. that's where you're kind of like, you need Alonzo Ball out there. And even then, you kind of need one more of those guys to really take it to the next level on defense. Yeah. Uh, like, again, if DeRozan, you know, knows he's going to be taking that step back, maybe this is the year he finally kind of tries to give it a little bit more on I think on it's got to be Levine. I think it's got to be Levine that yeah. really transforms himself cuz I mean look how athletic he is. He's 65, he plays the 2, like he's 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 tall enough, he he's long. Um I I, I think 
yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great if DeRozan somehow did it, but I think you know he is who he is. But you know, Levine, he's only twenty-seven. He can still reinvent himself a little bit here. I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, he he's shown he can be an amazing offensive player. I think that's really the next step and what would help this team the most if if he sort of buckled down and and became a really good kind of lockdown defender. I think that'd be huge. Well, we'll uh, we'll see what the Bulls can do here to to raise their ceiling as we uh, move into the the NBA season. Yeah. Uh, the next team we're going to touch on one of the the biggest blockbuster news uh, that came out or oh, throughout the off season uh, came from this team, the Cleveland Cavaliers. After they uh, you know acquired Donovan Mitchell, uh, they look like they're in for a big season here. You know, potentially four All Star caliber players if you yeah. want to include uh, Evan Mobley uh, in that uh, that grouping. Uh, they're, they're going to be a legit team. I think they're going to be legit, uh, but I think it's kind of going to go like this. Amazing regular season. I don't even know, even still, you know, if they're going to crack into that uh, you know, top four. Like, they'll probably still be on the road. But they're one of those teams. They're young. They're exciting. No chemistry. And, like, virtually outside of Donovan Mitchell, there's no playoff experience. Yeah, yeah. No. So, at the end of the day... They could be great regular season. They are going to have, they're going to get, like, if they make it out of the first round, I will be kind of surprised because I, in the East, a lot of these teams know what they're doing. They've been there, they've done that. And the Cavs, I think the inexperience is what's going to kind of be their downfall in the end of the day. Uh, even though I do think, like, in the next couple of, like, the Cavs will be, you know, uh, possibly title contenders if, like, Mobley develops into the player we think he's going to be. Garland, Allen, uh, and of course Donovan Mitchell stay healthy and keep doing what they've been doing for you know pretty much uh, the the last couple of years uh, in the association. Yeah, yeah, like I, I I'm uh, I'm definitely a little cooler on the Cavs than a lot of people. I talent wise, if you just look at it on paper, like you said, you know, four potential All Stars, that's great, and they've got guys like Levert too, and you know, uh, you know. Uh, Depends how you feel about him, but you know they they've got a good team. Uh, my my boy Chetty uh, is still over there kicking <laughs> it, and I think he's Start actually going to get minutes. Uh, <laughs> oh, and uh, they signed Dean Wade officially. Uh, they gave him a, a yeah, contract. Well, that, that that motherfucker's getting <laughs> traded for sure. That's a trade. That's no, a they trade like contract. him, Matt. Oh, come That's on, a Matt. Trade they believe in him. He's six nine. For God's sake, send him and that other honky Dylan Windler out of there. <laughs> but uh, like, um, I, you know, I, and I talk about this a lot, kind of. Uh, sp- player prototypes and size and things like that i just i don't mm-hmm. love a double six one backcourt and the same thing i was gonna yeah. say if yeah. donovan mitchell went mm-hmm. to the knicks um but that would have even been slightly better because brunson is a much better defender than garland darius garland has yeah. not shown that he can do any sort of defending um which it, I, I think is really going to be an issue and you know we uh, uh, all through last year, Donovan Mitchell needs to prove to me again that he can play defense because he's a good defender. I know that he has it sort of in him. When he came into the league, that was something that was a really big plus for him. He was a guy who really competed on defense, uh, made up for his sort of lack of size with you know length and speed and, and hustle and all that stuff. But over the past few years, uh, you know, and I think that was maybe because he stopped kind of he slowly stopped caring in Utah. But over the past few years, and particularly in the playoffs. He, people have been going around him like he's a pylon. Yeah. And so yeah. I I really need to sort of see how this is going to work because if they're both kind of poor on the defensive end and they're both 6-1, like, uh, yeah, maybe it'll work in the regular season. It won't really matter. But, like, I, I, I don't like that configuration. Um, and then, just like I was fucking saying about the Knicks, uh, you know, you've got a, a two-guard, you know, in RJ, 
who you're going to have to push to the three. I think that's what's basically going to happen in, in, in Cleveland here with Levert, uh, who they're probably going to have to roll out, uh, you know, at, at the three a lot of the time because they don't have any reliable three. They don't have, like we said when, when we talked about this trade, they don't have that prototypical like 6'9 big wing, which is what this league is made on and, and what, mm-hmm. what what what's the hottest commodity in the league and has been for many years. Literally the closest to that is Dean Wade. That's why they signed him. They got Dean Start Wade, Dean it. Wade, Let's and they go. got Chetty. That, those are the two who uh, sort of. Guy resemble- probably runs like a five four forty. <laughs> and then and then they've got you know between Isaac Okoro and Lavert, like they've got two guys who really should be two guards, really. Yeah. But yeah. but because they've got those other two in the backcourt, they're going to be playing up. So I and, and, but then they've got this big size in the in the front court between Allen and, and Mobley. So they've got you know a, a lot of size in one area of the team, and then they're kind of mini in the other. So. I don't know. For, for whatever reason, it's really hard for me to wrap my head around what this team is really going to look like. They, yeah. they they have good talent, but but I, like I, I don't know. I would like to see them. You know, maybe you have to part with a Coro. Maybe you can get another team who kind of really believes in him and likes him. I would like to see them make a trade for yeah. a really good, solid defensive three. Like if you could get a guy like OG or even a guy like fucking uh, you know. Maybe not at this point because he's a bit bit over the hill. But you know someone like Robert Covington, like a uh, yeah, they don't have to score the ball, but a guy who can hit threes and can really defend and can be big and can kind of switch onto smalls and sort of someone to connect that big front court with that mini back court. Because uh, right mm-hmm. now it just seems like there's a hole there and it's just gonna it's not gonna work. Like it's not, they're not gonna you know mesh very well. So if they can make a move like that, I'll believe in the Cavs a lot more when it comes down to it in the playoffs. Um, they've also got the Kevin Love uh, deal that they can move. I, he must be coming off the books soon. Is, is this is his last year uh, on his contract? I hope. I hope so. It's got to be. I mean, that can't be fun. Can't be fun for that guy to have to be living <laughs> in Cleveland half the year. I know. Uh, like, like he's he's got he's a he's a California boy. I'm I know. Sure. Like, he's gotta, well, he's he from Oregon, he, I think. Somewhere on the West Coast. Get him over there. Yeah. So he doesn't want to be. He doesn't want to be in Cleveland anymore. Uh, the yeah, Clippers. He went, to, he went to college in, uh, in, in California, but yeah. yeah. But the Clippers uh, yeah, have I, all I, I, a million big wings, you know, pry one of them mm-hmm. off of them, you know, give Nick, them Kevin Love, like anything. Nick, Nick Batum. Yeah. So, yeah. Honestly, Great like any, Great pickup. anyone like that, I think the Cavs really need. I don't think the Clippers would let the, let him go. I'm oh, no, they, they're, they're uh, only they only want wings. By the end of this year, they'll, yeah. they'll be six, nine uh, copying the Raptors. Like we say, that's, uh, that's uh, once again, goal. once again, that's their, that's their entire life. Uh, but yeah, I think. Yeah, when it comes to the defense, yeah, I, again, I've told you I'm not really that big on Okoro. Karis LeVert, good offensive player, could care less about his defense. Um, uh, but this team, you know, they are, again, I, I've brought up depth issues. This is a team with some depth issues as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chetty's going to get real burned. That's how you know there's some depth issues. Uh, Ra- Raul how you Neto, know you're good, man. Uh, He'll, yeah, he'll, I guess net, net, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be playing a little bit there until uh, you know Rubio uh, is, uh, is healed up and yeah. ready to go. Uh, so we'll, we'll see if uh, uh, when, when that happens. But uh, and, and also if he ends up wanting to stay and be kind of a backup because um, you know he's still got a lot of good ball to play. Uh, but then you have like Robin Lopez that's going to get yeah. more minutes. Yeah. Like oh my god, this, this guy's just set, like if you're seven foot, you have a job in the NBA for life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that's kind of how it feels. But really at the end of the day, uh yeah, the the defense is going to be an issue, so it's really just is Donovan Mitchell now that he's uh, you know not disgruntled, he's not playing with patient zero, uh <laughs> you know, is he going to kind of give a shit and is he going to want to play more on defense because 
he doesn't have to be relied on to you know get all these iso buckets and really uh you know orchestrate for the offense like that was i think kind of why we saw him pivot from being a great two-way player when he first came into the league to as you said being the pylon to just kind of yeah. on offense you know he goes all out and then on defense he just sits there and catches his breath yeah uh, you know maybe maybe take a swipe at the ball at the at most uh he's not contesting any shots uh you know I, I don't think the, the we've seen the 6-1 backcourts work, but again, we need to see at least one of these guys really step up on defense. It's not going to be Garland. That's just not his game. Yeah. Uh, so if Mitchell can kind of decide, you know, instead of averaging 28, I average 23 and my team's really good. Yeah. Uh, yep. I yep. think that that would be, that, that, that's the dream scenario, I think, for Cavs fans is that yep. he kind of reverts yeah. um, back to what, what he needs to be. Garland, just keep reverts. doing what you're doing. Yeah, like that exactly. One, He's got a Karis uh, That's revert. not bad. Uh, I was talking about Donovan Mitchell still. I think uh, I said that, but no. Uh, but he said, Matt, Matt. He said re- you said he has to revert, and I said he has to Karis revert. It's a pun. Oh, okay, no, I, I get the pun. I just thought you were talking. Uh, you were saying that I was talking with Karis Levert. <laughs> no, and I was like, no. Oh, shit, did I not? Uh, no, you're uh, good. You're good. Okay. I, I, but no, I, I did like the I Karis revert. In with so, yes. Okay, there we go. Uh, yes, Car- uh, he will Karis revert to his former <laughs> self, and then uh, yeah, I mean Evan Evan Mobley and Jared Allen will uh, you know they'll they'll be holding it down down low uh, yeah. all season long. Uh, those are the only two guys on this team that like I really have no worries about. Uh, obviously, I mean Jared Allen is Jared Allen. Like he's just a big. Can defender. you believe he's only twenty four years old? It's yeah, it is crazy. It's crazy, it is really crazy. Uh, and then and the Nets would probably look f- absolutely kill to have a center like that right now. Oh my uh, god! So e- uh, kind of funny to think about, but uh, yeah, it's uh, for me the 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 Cavs are gonna have a good season. I think they're gonna have even uh, a potentially really good season, but it won't be a great season. Uh, I think that uh, this will be the first of a few seasons they'll need to put things together. They'll figure it out on this campaign. Uh, and they'll, they'll kind of move their way through. But uh, I, I wouldn't uh, start buying uh, the banners. I wouldn't start buying the fireworks or the streamers yet, uh, Cleveland. Uh, you got some time here. You got you definitely got some growing pains to go through. But, Matt, they, they've got this whole lot. You know, they, they just really need someone, you know, 6'9", 6'10", bigger. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, playoff experience. Um, you know, someone who can sort of bring sort of two, two you know, be, be that sort of glue, good, good passer, you know, guy who can attack Okay, living in, it would, it would be preferable if he's okay living in Cleveland. Yeah, if he was from there, maybe. Uh, you yeah, know, that would he, make it easier. If he's, uh, you know, he can be kind of a bit of a homecoming. Um, I don't know. I don't know if anyone's, uh, you know, anyone like that is out there in the league. Um, but, uh, you know, someone, someone could, could fill that role, I think. Yeah, I think, I also think that a 6'9", uh, former, Cleveland resident would uh, would do well there. So, yeah. Uh, who knows? Maybe if that if that player exists, uh, get out of that big dog ball talk. Yeah. Let us know. Get in touch. Because uh, there there's got to be someone out there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, to move on to the uh, the penultimate uh, team here for them, the Central Division that we're going to be covering, uh, the Indiana Pacers, and holy, they've been. Uh, it's like it's kind of like uh, like the gap. You know they they're just always on sale. Everything just everything has to go at all times. It's like one. It's like oh uh, like like when people are like when I see them they go to go to the gap. Oh I got to get this deal before it's done. It's like the next day they're gonna have a new fucking deal. It doesn't matter. They're always selling. They're always selling. Yeah. Uh, and the the wobble for Wembenyama uh, continues. Uh, as and, and the Pacers are they're, they're looking good. Uh, wobble baby, wobble baby. Um, <laughs> So here, there's two things I think that really the this Pacer season. This is the only thing that's going to happen. Uh, they're going to develop Tyrese Halliburton, keep moving him into you know potentially an All Star in the league. Uh, you mm-hmm. know he's looked really good for them, uh, and then move Heald and Turner. And where to? 
Honestly, knows? it could be anywhere because they, you know, they've got bigger contracts, so you know they'd uh, have to have a team that's got a little bit of cap room, or at least uh, has some players they can offload and move here. But I, like even though, like as we've been going through this, like it's kind of funny within their own division. There's a couple teams like the Bucks would love to get uh, Buddy Heald and Miles yep. Turner, and yep. they've got some contracts that they could move. Uh, and even like, do you think? And, this, and I'm putting this out there: if they moved Middleton, just got rid of his contract. For Heald and Turner, do you really do you think that, that would make them better? Getting that upgrade at center, and then you have pretty much just as good of a shooter uh, in Buddy Heald. I mean, to me, it, it, you yes, if they, I think that would be an upgrade for sure. If their center was just shit, like if their center position and the production, like if Brook Lopez really fell off and, and and or wasn't playing or whatever, yeah, that would be a good move for them, I think. But you know, if you're getting enough out of the center, uh, you know, spot as is. I think from the Bucks' perspective, you know, they'd way mu- mu- much rather have Middleton than than mm-hmm. uh, healed, at least for now. But sure, I like yeah. where you're going. I like there. So, someone's gonna like. This is an amazing fucking package for some sort of contender because you've got a big oh, yeah. a big man who can defend, but also stretch the floor. We all know how how much I like Miles Turner, probably a little bit too much. And then Buddy Healed, a, a knockdown shooter uh, with with size and. Who, he's he, one of the top three-point shooters like in the league. Like, yeah. Every year he's been. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like some someone whoever gets those two. Like we talked about. You know, the, it's the dream scenario. I think um, for the Lakers. Although talks seem to have break broken down. Uh, like I, I think they were talking about this exact deal, but aren't willing yeah. to give out their picks uh, or something. I, I, at least that's what I've heard. I, I could be wrong about that, but but somebody somebody's gonna be happy getting their hands on those two guys because that's a hell of a package for a contender. Yeah, the Lakers are the the one that I think I, I hear come up the most, and I did see something uh, recently. But I mean, reports change like crazy uh, that they were willing to give up the, the their picks. But again, I yeah I, when I, when I they wanna, saw, yeah I, it's I don't want to turn this in, I don't want to turn this into a fucking Lakers thing. But they're they they're willing is what they said. They're willing to give up their 2027 and 2029 first round pick. Those are literally any other team. If it wasn't the Lakers, those would be the most like invaluable fucking picks you could ever want to trade for like yeah those first round picks are so relevant right now so i don't i yeah it just is it's it's mind-boggling to me yeah that people actually give like try and hold value to any lakers trade package yeah uh but yeah i i, I think at the end of the day that these two are you know kind of quintessential pieces that any team would love to have uh when they're making their championship run yeah uh i i mean even if you were a younger team if you want to take a chance at you know uh adding miles turner singular uh yeah, and yeah. you know seeing if he can kind of develop uh and grow with your team because he's still fairly young buddy healed masai uh, masai re- go get him go yep. get turner go get my boy we can yeah, turn him uh, into a good player he he would be yeah he, again we've said that before he would be an amazing amazing fit on the on the raptors yeah. uh but yeah the, like buddy healed is pretty much contender or bust since it turns out he was like playing in college and he was like 25 or something but nobody asked him how old he was uh they, which i uh, that that's still weird uh, he's that 29 that was at, uh, he's 29 the, years yeah old. so weird uh the year of the seniors uh him and frank uh frank kaminsky jalil okafor what a what, yeah. a what a great draft class yeah um but yeah it's it, I mean, the expectations are pretty much zero uh, in Indiana. Like, I don't yeah. think anybody here is, you know, wanting to even really see much uh, Indiana basketball. I mean, shout out to O'Shea Brissett, the Canadian. Yeah. Uh, Chris Dorte. Like, they've got a few guys who are, you know, interesting that could potentially, you know, maybe turn some heads, have some nice uh, highlights as the year goes through. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Like, I. <laughs> 
that, that there's not really any anything else like but hopefully a lot of losses so you can kind of move for the potentially you know generational uh, prospect coming through uh, in Wembenyama. So uh, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, uh, let's just get lots of minutes. T.J. McConnell, right? That's that's what we everyone wants to watch. Absolutely, yes. Um, and and Nee Smith and <laughs> and Jalen Smith mm-hmm. and and uh, you know Daniel Tice. Uh, he's, he's over there in Indiana. We'll see if he he gets any uh, fun little minutes. Um, uh, Goga Badaze, who I'm pretty <laughs> sure was involved in that uh, that fight oh, yeah. with Furkan Korkmaz. Scoundrel. So Scoundrel. Yeah. let's see let's see the 76ers versus. That'd be Pacers. great. I want to see the I want to see a brawl on the court. All yeah. the Slavic players just going at it man the eastern europe uh you know violent streak i want to see it continue mm-hmm. we had the the Jokic brothers last year like i, I just want to see all yep. of it I, I love it um but uh yeah like yeah what 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 do you say about uh, the, the the pacers this year like they 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 got the the kid matherin uh in the draft who i really like yep. um another canadian isn't he they, he's canadian mm. One of the yeah, maybe we'll, we'll I think he him. is I think he is I, well anyway we'll one of those him. one of those picks uh, was Canadian I think it was Matherin um, from 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 Montreal if I if I'm mistaken if, if I'm wrong uh, I no, apologize I think you are correct yeah I'll I'll look it up you keep going okay bro. okay but but then they've got three Canadians on that team what a what a uh, you know they're, they're going in the right direction um, but uh, am I right Matt yeah you are Rick yeah there we go um, but. Uh, so him and uh, what's his face uh, in the uh, in the backcourt? Uh, oh my God, who am I blanking? Tyrese. Yeah, Tyrese. I really like. Um, and and I, I and I really like Tyrese Halliburton. Like I, I think you know there's yeah. there's the camps where people are like you know he's gonna be an okay role player or he's gonna be really good. Like I think there's, I think I, I'm kind of in the middle. I don't think he's gonna be a fucking star. I don't think he's gonna be the best point guard in the league. But I think he's gonna be solidly an awesome starting point guard for for years to mm-hmm. come and he's got the size and he's got all the different tools he can shoot it he can pass it um i don't think he's going to be an incredible scorer ever but that's why you get someone like matherin who's got this kind of really good scoring potential like a guy who can score from all three levels you know he played really well in arizona you can dunk it he can shoot it um and I, those two together i really like i just don't like you know that much you know we were back again at sort of overloading the position uh, they, they've they've already got Duarte there, who is good for them uh, since he was drafted. Mm-hmm. I don't really see how you can play both of them uh, together at the same time. Like that, that's kind of like sort of a double shooting guard lineup. Like uh, I I don't like how sort of jammed they are uh, at at the guard spot. Like those are their three good young exciting players. Um, you yeah. know Halliburton, Duarte, and and Matherin. Um, outside of that, you know they're they're gonna have to get back. You know down in the lottery again. If they do get Wembenyama or, or a good kind of draft pick, you know, this year, you know, make it a big, uh, and then you know the, you know, sort of going forward, they'll they'll, they'll have a good sort of spread out core. Um, but uh, yeah, outside of that, there's there's nothing really to, to even talk about. Uh, yeah, Turner and Heald, I, I I hope they can get out of there sooner than later. Like I want to see them join a, a good team because I do think they'll they'll both, uh, you know, be able to contribute. Like I think. The, the Heald and Turner for uh, for basically for the Westbrook contract is still going to be talked about until it's not uh, like until yeah. those guys are, yeah. like because Westbrook is coming off the fucking books like this isn't expiring that you're going to be trading for and that's a lot of money to to come off all at once mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
And, uh, like, you know, if you're the Pacers, who, who cares if, if Russell Westbrook comes and runs amok for, for the year? It D- doesn't matter. It's actually probably better. If you want to lose, put Russell Westbrook out there yeah, on oh the yeah. floor. Exactly. He's going to help you lose. I've been saying that for, like, the last three seasons. Like, like, that's all you need to do is just throw Westbrook out there, and he'll yeah. fucking he'll lose you some games. No problem. He'll get his stats. He'll be the triple-double king. He'll have, like, have like 260 uh, career uh, triple doubles. He'll love it. Uh, he yeah. doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, no, that'll exactly. be his ring. And and who cares if you know he takes a year off of you know Halliburton's uh, development? Doesn't matter. In, in the long run, you, you'd rather have the pick anyway. Uh, yeah. Tyrese wasn't going to learn that much after this you know season of lo- losing uh, with the Pacers here. So so you know uh, you know we'll we'll be keeping an our, our eye on you know something like that. Uh, it's it's yeah it, it, until that trade is made. And those two are out, and we can see what the Pacers get back for it in terms of picks. You know, if it is the Lakers, we know it's those those two picks out a little bit in the future. That might be good if if by then LeBron and AD are gone and the Lakers are shit. Um, they might be pretty useful uh, first round picks, but um, you know we'll we'll see. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it's the Pacers. Uh, they're 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 not going to be good. They're not going to be exciting. Uh, but I I do I I I am backing my boy Matherin. I think he's going to be good, and he's got really good scoring potential so um they've 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 got potential sort of down the line in five seven years uh maybe yeah maybe four to to be okay but they're just at the beginning of that journey now yeah yeah it'll definitely be a hot minute so we're gonna wait and see uh and let the the pacers heat up there uh and then we'll we'll move on to our final team to preview here from the central division uh a team that detroit i think it's it's kind of crazy like they didn't really make uh, like they, they they didn't make any crazy offseason moves, but then they trade for Bojan Bogdanovic. Yeah. Uh, so the Detroit Pistons, how are they going to finish? Because there's a lot of teams out there, a lot of people that think that this could be a team that uh, could be frisky, could be you know kind of wanting to get into that play-in. Uh, I still think they're going to be really really bad. Yeah. I don't. I I think they're going to be really bad. I think it's going to be a lot of losses, a lot of L's, but. I think that this team is also going to be one of the most exciting teams to watch. Yeah. Uh, like, f- like all the way top to bottom, they've got a lot of high flyers, uh, guys who can push the ball, uh, shooters. Uh, it, they're they're going to be. It's going to be fun to watch in Detroit. Finally, they're kind of getting those new jerseys. They got the new stadium. They're they're ready to go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what the, but the, 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 we haven't even, we ever talked about it uh, as far as I uh, can recall. Um, but Bojan Bogdanovic going there, you know, you would think going to a contender that's who would be wanting to pull that trigger that's where they'd be wanting to get them yeah. but instead to the lowly pistons so i think that this honestly to me it indicates that the pistons think that they can make a run to the playoffs this season yeah and you know what i i, I want to say it on record respect respect to everyone in detroit i love this hey yeah they're trying yeah i i think you know the when you get a guy at such a high pick and a guy with so much uh sort of potential in in, in jade and ivy like so often, you know, if, if you're down in the lottery, you're going to be a bad team. So those guys come into situations where it's it's not really about winning yet. You try and build the culture and you try and get better over the course of a few years um, and, you know, develop the guys, yada, yada, yada. We see that all the time. But I, I like this idea of before Jaden Ivey even steps onto the court for his first uh, NBA game, the, 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 the Pistons management has said, you know, we're actually going to put 
uh, uh, not just young guys around you. It's not just going to be a young team that's that's pretty bad. We're we're going to get you know a, a mix of our good young guys. We're going to get good veterans. Uh, they've got Kemba on this team as well. Although I think he's going to be delayed before he starts is able to I, play, and he probably he won't plays, even play. Yeah, but even yeah. just for the for the leadership, like it's still Kemba who's mm-hmm. got you know respect amongst the players and and is a guy who's been through through a lot and you know his playoff experience, all that. But like. Just, just the Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich move alone. Just, you know, it, it's just a different way of doing things, and I really respect it. And I think Detroit showed last year, and specifically Cade, like you know, when he got on the court, like he's he's ready to go. He's ready to be a winning oh, player. Yeah. Like he's he's fucking yeah. awesome. And and you know, we 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 spent all last year talking about uh, Scotty Barnes and and uh, Evan Mobley, but. Cade might still have the highest uh, sort of ceiling of, of those mm-hmm. three guys. Like he's just so yeah. he is exactly what you want in terms of you know a, a big point guard controls the game kind of like Luca LeBron esque. Not the most athletic guy, but really crafty. Like he he's he's the perfect sort of guy to put at the head of this team with a, a lot of young guys who sort of need connecting. You've got Jaden Ivey, who I love. I'm not. He's probably the highest uh, the guy I'm highest on. Yeah, throughout the yeah. entire draft, and unlike these two, you know, look at these other backcourts in, in the league, six-one, you know, guys that we're talking about, you know, in Cleveland and, mm-hmm. and other places, uh, Ivy and, and Cunningham, six-six and, and six-four respectively. Like these guys are gonna, uh, you know, actually, uh, they're gonna bully some guys. Yeah, go out there and, and have size, and, and they're not gonna have that issue defensively and being picked on and and all that stuff. So I, I really like the makeup of the team. I really like the pickup of Marvin, Marvin Bagley. Like they, they they got him really cheap. He showed some stuff last year, and you know he he's he's perfect in terms of the player on paper for this team. You know we'll see yeah. if he can get his head right and, and put everything together. But you know six eleven power forward, a guy who you know can really complement the backcourt and then play up you know a position up from Bogdanovich. Like they've got, I really like the way they've constructed the team. Um, they you know we'll see uh, what your guy uh, Jalen Duran does at center because he's another guy with size like I really like how they built this roster focused on size every single yeah. player they've got across each position is well, very cool. big and I, I love it they you know they, that gives them potential to be you know tough and physical um, they've still got uh, beef stew Isaiah Stewart over there you know if he can keep his temper in check this year well that's what keep that him was away from my, LeBron. The, yeah that was one of the burning questions I had coming into the offseason <laughs> will Isaiah Stewart go fucking crazy again I don't know I, 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 I hope, hope so, so. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah like it's <laughs> I'm just <laughs> that was such a crazy scene last year man uh, uh, Russell Westbrook putting up his Dukes was uh, oh man uh, I just want to see the matchup again but uh, mm-hmm. or fight the Jokic brothers again well, <laughs> oh, we, we, we've we got to find a worthy contender for these guys and I think he'd be a good one yeah hell yeah but uh, yeah like uh, I I agree with you though I mean it, it's a bit early it, it, it this this could all be kind of you know a lot of talk for ultimately it uh, what like uh, win total in the 30s or something but they're going to yeah. be better than last year and mm-hmm. I just I respect the idea of just going for it maybe if it's a bit quote unquote too early because if you get these young guys in in the spirit of winning and, and you get you know management behind them saying you know we want to get you guys into the play and into the playoffs or we want to at least try to get there then you know it eventually you have to make that decision anyway and you're never going to feel ready i mean look look at okc like the years and years you know it's it's always the easy decision to say we're not good enough no point in trying to be good let's get back to the lottery it's the hard thing to do to say you know what no we're going to trade for someone like bogdanovich but i think people need to do it more and and it's the right thing to do at times and i think this was the right thing to do with this team so so we'll see they might be frisky though i mean uh, again like even as i someone on the you know rooting for the raptors 
I'd be kind of scared to play Detroit uh, if it came down to it in a play-in game or something. Like they're they're I, I'm, they're, I'm, they're, they're they've got big they've got big potential. Yeah, big play potential. Yeah, I, I might be I jumping the gun here, but I, I I really like what they've done. Like I'm yeah. I, I like the Pistons. I think that like they again I think they're going to be exciting and like they're a fun team. Uh, but I don't think it always is going to translate into wins. Uh, again, like Marvin Bagley, like uh, you know good size and everything and like great like potential wise but like we haven't seen pretty much anything from him since he's been in the league i mean he was yeah. on sacramento and that's kind of a, a like you can put an asterisk on all those years because sacramento is such a dumpster fire yeah uh but i mean I, I, bagley isn't really helping himself and if you watch any of his uh, his clips or his tape like he's not the, the he hasn't panned out to be kind of a, a number two overall pick uh, a guy who was picked before Trey Young and uh, Luka Doncic, so yep. <laughs> uh, that that's definitely gonna kind of loom over him forever. Um, but no, I totally agree, and I, I think we've talked about this before on the podcast that you know you will get more out of uh, you know you get more out of your experience and uh, out of these games if you're actually trying to win, yeah, rather than just putting these young guys out there and saying do whatever the fuck you want, I don't care, yep. try to lose, I guess, yeah. Uh, but if you're like, hey, you know what, like. Let's go. Let's go for it. Even if we suck, we suck. But at least like they know what it's like to try. They know what it's like to really want to play in intense games. Put the put that pressure up. Because then again, you see some of these teams that you know try to untank and then the picks don't pan out. They end up flunking. Everything yep. goes to shit. Yep. Or it kind of works out. They go to the playoffs and then they get gobsmacked because nobody knows what it's like to actually play in a game that means anything or when everybody's trying. They've got to keep that intensity up. And if they can do that. Then you know they they've got a they've got some good depth. Uh, you know I, he's not gonna like, like they've got a lot of big depth. Like you kind of mentioned that like Nerlens Noel also on yeah. this roster. Yeah. Uh, apparently apparently said he wants to be the defensive player of the year uh-huh. in that talk. So I mean we'll yeah we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah I think they they've got a lot of interesting moving pieces that they could try and figure out here again. They still got uh, Corey Joseph you know yeah. backing it up. Uh, I. I I'm yeah, I'm really excited. I I'm I I think one of my like I'm looking most forward to is watching this Cade yeah. and Ivy backcourt. Like yeah. they're gonna oh, yeah. be explosive. They're gonna be a, a dynamic duo. Uh, I'm I'm w- I'm right with you. You know, Jade and Ivy I think is gonna be you know a special talent potentially in the league. Uh, so we're just gonna have to wait and see. You know how that ends up going. And but, Matt, Matt, uh, I've I've come I'm fully come on the uh, the Jalen Duran train with you. I I hadn't nice. really looked at him that much before you mentioned him. Um, and that was, you know, when we were kind of doing a little bit of draft, uh, uh, sort of recon or whatever, but like a guy at that size, a guy at that size, 18 years old, he has fucking years to put it all together. And, uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. I, 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 just, just by what they did at the draft, I already loved what the Pistons did. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. I think they're, uh, they're my league pass team if I had one, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He'll be, uh, he'll be the starter by the end of the year. Uh, I think so. That's my, that's my pick. Cause uh, yeah, he's. You can't teach size. He's got. He can jump out of the gym. Like he's he's got a lot, uh, a yep. lot to his game. Uh, and if you want him to just sit there and be, you know, a rim protector, he can do that for you. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, Jalen Duran. Uh, looking forward to him. And then Ivy. You know, making their debut. And you know, we'll see if Sadiq Bay kind of takes the next step because yeah, you know, his got team. Him too. Pe- People are saying that uh, the team's frisky. Uh, that's kind of a player that people have been frisky on for a while. That they think he might be able to. He had that fifty-point game. Uh, I think last he's got season, a role so. on this team, though. I think he's got. Oh, it's, yeah. For for me, it's Killian Hayes that they're gonna have to make a decision about. Cause, oh, uh, he sucks. He's, I'm that bums me out. I thought he was gonna be so good. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, yeah. I mean, he's another point no. guard with size. We'll see. 
maybe they'll yeah, keep hey, them. Yeah, you might, you, maybe, yeah, maybe you'll yeah, just keep them around for the culture or something. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, a bit of a flame out there. But they, they hit with Cade, so that's good. Uh, but, yeah, we'll wait and see if uh, Jaden Ivey pans out uh, as well as Duran. And, you know, maybe Bagley has a bounce back year. Who knows? Uh, there's a lot of question marks going around there in Detroit. Uh, but that's all the time we have for today podcast uh be sure to come back we're going to be doing the southeast uh you said this was your least favorite division in basketball i think southeast is probably be mine uh orlando <laughs> atlanta washington uh, uh yeah it's, uh, right. there's there, there's some stinkers in there that's for sure uh but everybody thank you again for listening to another episode of big dog ball talk and uh again i would just wish that this was one of those ones we had the video for uh jordan's got this half english half uh, rastafarian looking shit hat uh Matt, it's just an english hat okay it's just a bit baggy on me which makes it look uh rastafarian as you say but uh mm-hmm. anyway go on matt give me my sign off Follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk. Oh, yeah, and say all that stuff. Twitter, TikTok, everything that you Follow could us. ever want. Uh, at, yeah, at Big Dog Ball Talk. We don't have and, this one. Uh, we don't have the video for this particular pod, but we will again soon. We'll be throwing that up mm-hmm. on TikTok, all that stuff. But, yeah, uh, everything Matt just said, do it. Yeah, get out there. At Big Dog Ball Talk. Hit the pool. Uh, and <laughs> for Matt and Jordan, Big Dog Ball Talk, as my good friend Jordan always says. Uh, get the London look, Matt. It's suave. It's cool. Like I say, my hat. This is cool. Check it out, Matt. You need to get uh, artificially get. Remember the London look. I saw those those uh, those commercials. It, it featured a, a woman with a gap in her teeth. You should get a little mm-hmm. gap in your tooth. Uh, teeth. What do you think? Yeah, that would be sexy, and uh, yeah, I could uh, spit stuff through it at you. Like a cobra? Yeah, well, I, I just want you to get Take that. London cobra. Get, get that all set up before your, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what what'd you say it was? Your Mr. Universe or whatever it was? Uh, yes, that, yes. Go up there with. 20, 2024? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you need the tooth. So, you know, we'll, we'll go on a vacay to, to Turkey together. And we'll get your teeth Perfect. done. Let's go. Uh, yeah, space that shit out.